Hi, this is Steve Springer. You're listening to Worshiping God, God's Way. In this episode, which is episode 12, we're going to take a look at Matthew 8. But in the book, Worshiping God, God's Way, it's on page 149. And the title of this little story is called The Flock. But before I talk about that, the other morning I was taking a walk on the beach that I normally go to once in a while. And it was an empty beach, hardly anybody there. There's not a lot of parking so you'll see a couple fishermen once in a while. Um, but at this moment that I was walking, I saw this giant group of seagulls. And there wasn't just 20 or 30. It was probably over 1,000 plus. And it looked like a big white blanket on the beach. They're so close together. I'd never seen that many at one time before. And so I thought, this is unusual. So I walk up to the the birds, the big flock of these birds, and I just start to slowly walk through it. Normally people would walk around them, but it wouldn't make any difference. They're going to fly away anyway, I thought. So I, I thought, I'm going to walk right through, keep going. And they uh, they started to separate. And at one point, they're kind of surrounding me. And then one of them takes off and starts flying. So they all start flying. Now over me were a thousand seagulls, at least. And they flew up a little ways. They made a left turn. They came back around me and they started landing behind me, just squawking, pecking each other. They're making all sorts of noise. They're complaining. They're trying to get their favorite spot back. And you could just see this whole social thing going on with all of these seagulls on the beach. And luckily, when I looked around, I didn't have a whole lot of white stuff all over me. That was pretty big miracle right there. Looking back, I could see all these seagulls and I thought, that reminds me of a story really of Matthew 8. Because Matthew 8 is about the moment Jesus walks down from this mountain, this hill, down into an area where there were going to be a lot of people. But people were already there waiting for him. There was a large crowd of men and women, and there were teenagers, there were religious representatives who were there. It was like a large flock of birds. And just like these birds were all fighting over live fish stranded on the beach, probably, all of these people were following Jesus, trying to get the best advantage, getting as close as they could. And all of them have different reasons for being there. You know, they're like flapping their wings and getting crazy. They're trying to scare each other. These these people were trying to get the right spot so they could see Jesus. You know, people were amorously scurrying around the hillside trying to get as close as they could or be the first ones to see him. But there was a man in the back of all these people and he had a disease. The Bible says he probably had leprosy. And he's been in the back of this crowd probably the whole day. And he's thinking to himself, you know, I need to get to Jesus somehow. I need to get through this crowd. Well, this crowd wasn't very friendly to him. They definitely didn't like the idea that he was sick. They're trying to push him away, to keep him away, to resist him from coming through the crowd. They were ignoring him because of his sickness. And they were just making it very difficult for him to get there. The man does, at one moment, he starts to push himself through the crowd. This is probably the very first time that he's seen Jesus. So he gets close to the man. He gets so close that he starts to recognize there's something really different about him. So the man addresses Jesus, and he uses a term 
kurios. Kurios means supreme authority. It means master. It means God, Lord, the, the divine controller. The man didn't think of this when he was standing in the back. It's something he thought of when he, as he drew closer. He starts to recognize that Jesus is God. He's the theophany of God. He, he has God's presence. The same God that created the world was now standing in front of all these people. He, he senses that this is more than just a normal person. Even though he's rejected by the people and they resist him and all that, he still pushes his way through. And what he does is the first thing he says is Lord and Master. So he recognizes who Jesus is. Then instead of going directly to his problem, the man falls down before Jesus and worships him. That is something that he was not expecting to do. What he says afterwards once he gets up, he says, if you're willing, you can heal me. You know, the man recognizes the presence of Jesus and he worships him. And then he gets up and he's very careful of the words that he uses. He had probably thought about it all day, probably rehearsed what he was going to say. But at that moment, he feels the supremacy of Jesus and he goes, oh, if you're willing, then I'll be healed. You know, it takes a while for us to build up the determination and the desire to break through the crowd and to get to the presence of God, to get to Jesus. When Jesus hears the man, sees the man, he rewards the man. And it's like saying God rewards those who diligently seek him. When you know Jesus, there is a time when you have to push through. For example, in a meeting place when the flock of migrating birds is just crazy, when there's so many people and they're, so, they're just so amorously moving and positioning themselves and getting to a place where they can be close to the front or get to a certain person, and they're just blocking the way. Sometimes you have to push through and you have to get to a place where you are close and you can bow before God. You can bow before Jesus. You know, the Holy Spirit is there at every time a group of people meet, Christians meet. Whenever there's a whole flock of us, the Holy Spirit hovers over it all. He sees the person who's in the back pecking their way through all the noise and all the chatter and all the squawking, all the nonsense that goes on sometimes in a social group, a social community. But God is bigger than the horde of fluttering wild birds. You know, he's waiting for people. He's waiting for those like this man who's been in the back for a long time, and now he's pushing his way through. Often, intimate worship comes before medical relief. What I mean by that is the man came at first because he was sick, but when he got close, when he saw Jesus, his thoughts about his problem, they were set aside for a moment. He recognizes who Jesus is and worship takes place. I haven't seen it very often when the whole flock of worshiping believers fall face down and worship the Supreme One, the God of all the flock. But I can tell you this, Jesus did heal the man after 
he had finished worshiping, in spite of the crazy flock. Because worshiping God God's way, it brings results. God is waiting for people. He's waiting for that person to break through and worship God God's way. Thank you.